I don't know how much value I have in this universe, but I do know that I made a few people happier than they would have been without me. As long as I know that, I'm as rich as I ever need to be. Right, here we are in the f in the studio finally. Um, I was going to do a big introduction there, and I'm not. <laughs> uh, we've gone the full circle. Uh, we've got Marco one from episode one. Uh, we talked. We 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 touched slightly on your story. Yeah. Uh, I think we've come a long way since then. Um, yeah, I think done good. I'm trying at through episodes one to I don't know whatever people think. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I've I've, I've my my presentations got better um and the way i talk to people the way i communicate with people has got better so this feels like it's come full circle with you coming on and whatnot i uh, hope you like the new studio by the way uh we've it's got good. It, it's, it's good. all right isn't it yeah, it's 95 percent there yeah i like this yeah it, it's uh yeah just to make a stand out there's yeah. gonna be some flyers and that going there as well yeah, eventually yeah. Um, we've got the second camera <laughs> um and <laughs> It's just trying to trying to well compared to your last one, we just had the microphones, didn't we, in the recording? Yeah, yeah. So it it's it, it's come a long way. It was like doing a police interview last time. <laughs> I was just sitting there looking at you going. With a tape so, yeah. So yeah. this is, it's more casual now, and it, I don't know. I just it, feel, it it feels like it's a it's. I'm here and I'm sitting having a crack with my mate. Who, to be honest with you, there's a lot of people who come on this podcast who are my mates and stuff, and. I feel like I don't get to sit and have a conversation with them in day-to-day -day life anymore. Everyone's so busy. Yeah, so this is my yeah. excuse to sit down and have a crack with you. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, you get to know some decent crack and all that as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's like stuff yeah. that I, I didn't even know about, about my pals and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. yeah Marco. And now you can put a face to him as well, because you won't have seen him on the first one. We didn't even get a photo afterwards. So, <laughs> yeah, there's that as well. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, what did you have for tea last night? What did I have for tea last night? Fucking hell, I can't remember. Um... I think I made a curry actually. Yeah, yeah, beef curry with uh, fried rice. <laughs> what type of what type of curry was it? Like a Chinese style curry? Yeah, or? yeah, it was a Chinese one. Yeah, I did it myself. I'm yeah, a chef so. now, you know. I know. Well, I was going to get into this. <laughs> um, yeah. So rewind a bit, right? Yeah. Last time I seen you, you were when we had the It's Time to Refresh event, one three five. Yeah. And you were <laughs> you were downstairs and you were cooking pizzas. I was, yeah. yeah. So so yeah. and and then I seen a little post on Facebook saying that you were going to this academy. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so what it was when when lockdown happened, we were all like bored shitless, weren't we? And we're like, how can we keep our pub running? And um. We thought, we're going to have to do, like, takeaways from the pub. So I went to see Steve Thompson, who was, like, he was a chef years and years ago. Mm -hmm. He taught me how to do, like, like Italian-style pizzas. And, um, I spent hours and days, months learning. And then eventually we set up, like, a little takeaway doing pizzas. I loved doing it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was a good crack. So um, everything from scratch. Something different. Yeah, 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 like, literally everything from scratch. And then in, in the end, I mean, cut a long story short, I, I just thought, well, I wouldn't mind doing this, you know, like just for a bit of a part-time doss about now and again. Yeah. So I went down to Dorset to um, a place called White Pepper, which is like one of the world's best chef academies. 
Well, well, you just contact them and say, listen, I want yeah, to do yeah. it. Yeah, it's good crack. Met some really good good people in that. Class. But, um, there's, yeah, there's, there's an elephant in the room, though. Um, that being, when I was downstairs, yeah. you didn't even offer me any of your pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still holding it against it you. Yeah, I'm still holding it against you. Yeah, you can have one next time you're down. Yeah. I'm pretty, you've got an event, haven't you, come wrong? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is yeah. going to be another time to refresh event. Um yeah. I'm not going to give anything away, but I suppose you've, you've yeah. announced some of it now, so yeah. later this year. I know there's one, yeah. So. Um, but, yeah, um, what was it? Was it cheese? Yeah, was it barbecue chicken? And yeah, I made barbecue chicken. <laughs> um, yeah. It smelled nice anyways. Yeah. It smelled nice. It's good. <laughs> it, was, it was delicious. So what was it like at this, this academy then? What was it? Well, it's like, it's run by some really, like, like top chefs like in the world kind of thing yeah like the guy that that teach he he taught me he's he was gordon ramsay's head chef for i think eight years wow so it was like you know it was a bit like being chucked in at the deep end like going there and doing that but that's kind of what i'm like was it stressful you know I mean? oh yeah yeah you get fucking beasted in that i was, like, <laughs> yeah. I, was I was fucking washing up and that as well do you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like this is like having a job and I've paid to come here but um, yeah we... it humbles you well yeah, yeah that's it yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean what have I done for the last 20 years <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah. I've DJed for a living and fucking owned nightclubs and that yeah and I think you just get you get into a little bubble of a world of your own yeah you know what I mean? and it's like no nobody tells you what to do like although you might have people shouting at you saying yeah. this that and the other there's no like hierarchy of yeah there's no yeah. it's like you become a little bit undisciplined like mm. i couldn't have a normal job again now i'm not saying that i wouldn't but like how, how could I? <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. I've spent all that time doing whatever I want to do and like, you know, like I've loads of time off and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I don't think I'd last more than a day in a normal job now. <laughs> go shove it up your ass. there you know, go. I would, eh? I, I, I literally would. Like, I tried, I went to, well, you know, I went to, to Dobie's to sell cars. Oh, yeah, yeah. I lasted six months. Yeah. And I only done that job because I was so bored through the week. Because yeah. I was DJing for a living as well, which was like twice as much money as what I was earning in my day job. Yeah. So I was like going up there and I'm like... Discipline. Do I need to do this? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's one of them. It's just like... The thing with DJing like professionally and that and like... Even like to the standard that I was doing it, like mm -hmm. just dossing about in clubs in Manchester and Carlisle and Workington and that. Yeah. It's like you get bored through the week. I don't know if anyone else has talked about this. No. But like, I found like because I did it, I I'd have classed myself as professional for like fifteen or sixteen years where I didn't have any other kind of job while yeah. I was doing that, and um. I don't know. I, I just I thought it was quite a lonely job. Do you know what I mean? I can see where you're coming from. You know what I mean? It's like a lot of people will be like, "Oh, I wish I had your lifestyle, like going and doing nightclubs of every weekend, and then just like you've got a good car, you've got a nice house, whatever. You go on holidays, but still, there's, there's like when I was doing Carlisle driving up there, 
or going down to Manchester and stuff like that to DJ down there on my own. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like it's constantly. from the first few years when you've got your pals there, and they're like, "Oh, I'll come to, I'll come and spot you, I'll come and spot you." And then when you find yourself doing two to three, four hundred mile, like on a night, yeah, and you're on your own, that it's not fun. Then is it? It's nah. it's it's. I mean, it's fun while you're DJing, but like the the, the driving and on your own, there's no social no, it's aspect boring, to it. Eh? Eating out of uh, eating out of fast food well, <laughs> all the time. Do you have a problem as well? I mean, I'm not slagging off DJing. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. good cracking that. You know what I mean? But like, like say you're on your own, you're driving on your own all the time because you're self-employed essentially. You yeah. know what I mean? You feel like you can never have a day off. Mm-hmm. So it's like all your friends are like, oh, we're going we're going to Newcastle for the weekend. Do you come and well. I can't because I'm DJing, it, yeah. and if I do, if I don't DJ, I don't get X hundred pound per week mm. anymore. And then someone might try and nick my gig. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, which was always the case. Yeah. Like, if you had somewhere like Fusion or Terminal One in Carlisle or places down Manchester and that, if you had a weekend off, there'd always be someone trying to nick your gig. Yeah, and then you go back the weekend after, and people are like. Mm, it's a bit off, do you know what I mean? Like because you could tell someone's been trying to muscle Work in. Way in. Yeah, yeah exactly. so it's like I don't know, it's quite stressful. Eh? Yeah. I remember driving home from um from Barrow one morning. I'd done Carlisle and I drove down the M six and then went across to Barrow to do that super boat like it was oh, like yeah, a, yeah, cruise, the boat. Yeah, a yeah. cruise ship thing. And um I finished at like seven o'clock in the morning. And I was fucked there. Uh, yeah. I, mean? yeah. I walked out of there. It, I can't remember. Well, I can't remember what year it was. But um, I walked out. I had a fucking massive pocket full of money and that. You know what yeah. I mean? I was like, I was driving the car, and I'm like, this is definitely going to come to an end one day. Yeah, I can see that. Do you know what I mean? Like it was like a like a click moment where I thought, I can't do this forever. Yeah, yeah, I understand. You know what I mean? Like. Um, well, just for instance, last weekend, no, weekend before, I think it was the Sanctuary Summer Rave, and I played down there, I went and done a couple of podcasts as well, so this is on my head, I suppose, I went out mm. half ten in the morning, Yeah. Um, on the Saturday, uh, Saturday, yeah, went out, done the podcasts, drove up to Blackpool, and then I slept in the car, because <laughs> I, I was going to get a hotel but I left it sort of last minute and I was just like yeah. I've got to be back the next day because I was I was doing some that's another thing social aspect I was doing yeah. something with my mates so I was like um, right I'm, like, I'm not getting a hotel because I'll be out by fucking 7 o'clock because I need to be back by sort of half 9 or whatever Yeah. and then I was just like I w- I w- I'd done the gig and I was driving home and I pulled over up at, um, just past the Penrith roundabout oh, in yeah. the lay-by and I thought I'm gonna have to have a sleep because I'm fucking knackered. <laughs> no, like just be just obviously. Yeah. I've been I've been out since ten o'clock. The, ten oh, o'clock. It's ten fucking the day grim, eh? Um, and I thought, why the fuck am I doing this? Like, yeah, why? you have the moments, yeah. like. But then I, I got home. I had a shower, and I just thought, do you know what? I do it because I fucking love it. Well, like, yeah, like, that's like, it, no. like for that one hour you're playing and that. Our either side that you you're sort of socialising with people who've got like minded yeah. um, sort of think like like thought process. They love the music, they love the vibe, everything going on. Mm. Um, I just think that's why that's I think it's all worth it because eventually 
like any scene, uh, you see it now with the old school scene. They're, they're, mm. they're a little compact audience of before there would have been hundreds of thousands of them. Now yeah. it's a little compact audience. Eventually, this is all gonna go to shit. I'm talking about bounce and hard dance and hardcore and all this. But will all it these, go? It will eventually because do you, do you know we're all gonna we're all gonna get old. Yeah, I know that, but like, I thought like when it, when it kind of died a death in like. When was it? 2009, 10? Yeah. It kind of died off, didn't it? Yeah. Like, it went to, like, EDM and all that bollocks, yeah. didn't it? And it, you know what I mean? Everyone was into all of that shit. And um, I thought, well, there's no way that, like, Clubland and Bounce and Donk and all that's yeah. ever going to come back now. But it did. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's weird. It's like people's kids have, like, grown up with the mum and dad, like... Forcing that kind of music down, yeah, 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 yeah. And now they're eighteen, and now all of them lot love all the like Alex K and stuff like that. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? No, well, it, it is good. It is it is good on that part. But yeah. how many times can it do that? I'm not saying I'm yeah. not looking at this in a negative way. People might think that I am, mm. but I'm I'm not at all. It's just that we're all eventually going to become old. Well, yeah. I mean, you know I'm old mean? now. I'm forty seven. Do you, know what you I mean? don't look it, mate. You don't look it. Honestly. I look fifty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say. <laughs> look absolutely fucking deed at the no. minute. But um, so yeah, so we were talking, and there was a question on on there that I'll I'll read to you later. But yeah. may as well, seeing as we're on the subject, um, what's one um, pet hate about all this about about the club scene? If you, oh, if, what's one thing that gives you not the ick, but like it's just like. I hate it. I fucking can't stand booking agents. Booking agents? Yeah, nice. I fucking can't stand the cunts. Nice. Honestly, I've had that many years yeah. of dealing with pretentious arseholes. Yeah. If there's any pretentious arseholes <laughs> watching this, yeah. go and fuck yourself. <laughs> like, honestly, like I could name a few names, but you know, I, I can be quite cryptic about it. There's, yeah. there's, there's a certain... like. I know, I know one that we've 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 talked about. Yeah. We've had the same running and all. Let's just say with it's them. quite big in the trance booking side of things. Might as well say his name now. <laughs> but, no, um, I'm only joking. Yeah, yeah, I mean, what a f- yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's one of them, and it like they'll tell you what the artist wants on the rider and all that, all that yeah. stuff. And like, I've dealt with that many of them, like you know, like Judge Jules and all that, the Tidy Boys, all those yeah. kind of people, and. Um, it just gets ridiculous sometimes. Eventually, yeah. You just get yeah. sick of it, and then it's like they're they're just greedy individuals. It's mm. like they've got no soul. It's like they've been down to hell, and then hell's been like, "No, nah, you're too evil for <laughs> hell. You go back yeah. and be a fucking booking agent." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And no, that's what I've, I've got a new it. one for you. Um, I obviously can't say this on pod or yeah. who it is, yeah. but the latest one is. Oh, sublime. So, what's the typical thing? It's uh, sort of maybe a bottle of vodka. It's a certain brand, or do you know bottles of X amount of bottles of water in the DJ booth for the yeah, DJ yeah. and stuff like that? I've I've got a new one for you. Are you ready? Yeah. Somebody's put on their rider. Not saying who. Um, when I seen it, I was just like, "That's not real." But yeah, um, a vape. <laughs> <laughs> a vape. A vape. Yeah. I can believe it. Uh, luckily, it's no one in our scene. So yeah. I mean. <laughs> I've booked Judge Jules a couple of times and on his stuff it's like I want a punnet of strawberries 
I want some fucking raspberries, <laughs> um, some like grey goose, and 15 cans of Red Bull. Like, what, what the fuck are you going to do with all of this shit? I can't believe you know that. What I mean, like, a punnet of strawberries. A fair play to the guy when he come last time. He ate the strawberries. I was like, oh, well, he wasn't lying. Yeah, 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 I mean? yeah, yeah. But I remember when his brother was doing his um, his booking for him back in the day. And um, he said, oh, can you please make sure that Jules has got a nice towel for behind the DJ box? I was like, yeah, yeah fair play. I said, we've got some pink ones down the club. Oh, no, no, no. Please make sure that it's of a manly colour. I was like, fuck's sake. What is wrong with you? A towel's a towel, eh? You know what I mean? It's just like... But that kind of crap. And then agents turn around saying like stuff like, when you've booked through someone else, and then you'll get a phone call off the other agent Mm. who's jealous. It's like a jealous girlfriend... Like, or boyfriend or whatever, mm. phoning up, going berserk. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I see you booked with such and such. They're also my artist. If you continue with that booking, I'm going to tell them not to come. So the last conversation I had with a particular booking agent, I was like, well, tell him not to come then. No, 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 I'll, I'll tell him not to come. I'm like, do you not understand? I'm telling you to tell him not to come because I don't care <laughs> yeah. if he turns up or not. And he's like, but I'll tell him. I'm like, yeah, he's fucking listening to the conversation. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't care if he turns up or not. I'm yeah. beyond caring. You know what I mean? It doesn't make any fucking difference to me. It's ridiculous. But like, it's just petty shit all the time. Eh? Uh, one of my pet peeves was, uh, I, I, Back when I was running uh, the base mental events yeah. uh, in GR3, uh, book, booking somebody. Um, I have to be cryptic about this because they don't legal action, you see. Don't be suing. Um, how can I put it? Right, so what happened was, uh, booked this person, all went through, fine. I think they got a bigger booking. Uh, yeah. Like something bigger than Whitehaven anyway. I think it was like something abroad somewhere and they're like, listen, we're going to have to cancel but I found you an uh, equal replacement, and it was one of my mates. <laughs> yeah, it's I've, I've had that happen to me before Like, it well. was one of my mates. Well, you yeah. you mentioned the one to me last time, and then yeah. uh, it just reminded me then, and I was like, and they're charging <laughs> what? <laughs> they uh, don't care, man. I got straight onto WhatsApp, and I said, yeah. like, come on, what the fuck? Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's fucking, it's ridiculous what they do to people. Yeah. And then they'll do all this shit to you, and like they completely shyster the living crap out of you, and then two months later, hi pal, uh, I haven't spoken to you for fucking two months. Uh, can you get such and such booked in? And you're like, well, what have you have you fucking got no like no memory or something of what you've done to me in the past? Yeah. You know what I mean? But this is what happens, isn't it? Yeah. They, they must talk to that many people every day. Yeah. They forget what they're saying to to you to in particular. You as a, yeah. So on the flip side, on the, on the on the reverse question to it, what's one of the um, like happy factors where you like you could maybe do a gig or book somebody or has anything to do with the club scene where you go yes? Um, <laughs> I mean, it's one of them, and you're always happy when like an event goes well, like for the audience, not just yourself, yeah. like. I'm not. I'm not a glory seeker at all. Do you know what I mean? That's why I've I've never publicised 
what I've done in the past, like DJing-wise and stuff like that. It's yeah. always been about what you can try and give to the customers. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And, and they like it more than me. Yeah. I mean, I, I used to be in a fucking rock band before I'd done any of this. We'll get into that in a minute. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, was, I was more into rock music than dance music. And then I kind of just got dragged into it. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, and then kind of still in it now, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. fucking escape. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's all, for me. It's about what you can give the audience. So, would you say your 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 happy thing would be maybe seeing on social media the day after that everyone's had a banging night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, like that's all the pictures and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when you see people that you haven't seen for quite a long time when they come to an event. Yeah. You know, they might be settled down in the 30s or even 40s or whatever. It's a good feeling knowing that you've yeah. you've got them out for that. Like, it must be yeah. something, a special event. When I see some of the old faces at gigs and I'm like, yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I've DJed well, all over the world, really, and it's like, I think you find that, like, even though people from different countries and stuff like that, they all, there's the same cracker. Yeah. Like, I've DJed in New York, and then obviously I spent a couple of years in Portugal and that. Yeah. And, like, there's always, like, the fucking legend in the corner It was a bit weird. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. for us, that's like Trippy Kev. Do you know what I hey. mean? There's a Trippy everywhere. Yeah. Like, Shout you know Trippy I mean? Kev. <laughs> trippy, we love you. <laughs> like, yeah. honestly, there's a Trippy everywhere, right? It's yeah. like... Be there Everyone in town knows him. He's, he's a character. There isn't yeah. like I said this. Andy Kelly was on him. He told a, a, a very good story about yeah. Kev. Yeah. And and I said this. It's like there's not many characters around anymore. And no. And like you say, wherever you go in the world, there's yeah. just this one character who's just like. Yeah. The, yeah. the thing is, it's like when you get someone like that. Like, the whole room can end up, like, being uplifted off that one person's energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Cultured. Yeah, yeah. It's, it cultured, culture, yeah. yeah. But it's every country I've been to, has, there's been someone like that that kind yeah. of uplifts it. You yeah. know what I mean? Quality. Uh, I was thinking, because obviously when I got that question through, I thought, I'm going to make that question a staple to the to the podcast. I'm going to ask everyone it from yeah, now on. Yeah, yeah. And one... That, I, that that gets me really happy. Um, it could be a pet peeve, or it could be it could be something that does make you happy. When you turn up to a gig, right, and there's monitors and a working mixer. Like I know that <laughs> should be standard nowadays, but when yeah. you turn up sometimes and there's no monitor, it's like you're wrestling with it, and it's like yeah, yeah. I mean that that for me that is a when when you turn up, you're just like. I don't care if if it's half empty or out or if it's absolutely banging. If you if you've got the correct equipment to be able to work, mm. class, just class. I mean, I've been electrocuted a few times. Put it that way. Like, <laughs> when I was doing fusion and that, like that that was owned by a company called Luminar Leisure. Yeah, yeah. And they had like two hundred and thirty nightclubs all over the UK. Yeah. And um, when you DJ'd for them, you kind of got signed up to their own roster sort of yeah, yeah own yeah, roster yeah, yeah. like within that group and they would sometimes send you to places eh? so I got sent to a few yeah like I think Burnley was one of them um, Rochdale and places like that and you'd rock up and they'd have like a Denon twin deck with no fucking buttons on yeah and a formula sound mixer with no knobs on any of it right just like pieces of metal yeah you know what I mean so 
Like, you'd have to push your finger inside the mechanism to get the button. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, no one could DJ like that now. I think a lot of the, like, young DJs now, when you say, oh, I was a DJ, like, 15 years ago or whatever, they don't understand. But back then, yeah. there was no waveform. Yeah, uh, I know what you, you mean. You know what yeah, I mean? There was, was no waveform on a fucking screen. Yeah. There wasn't even BPM counters on stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was all done by ear. I'm not being one of them old-fashioned DJs. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But that's what it was like. You had to DJ by ear or nothing. Yeah, you know understandable. Um, I think people had to learn the craft back in the day. Yeah. Um, both sides of the coin... I've got views on, and it's both pro and cons. Yeah. Like, I see this, it's a boring argument. The latest one's the ghost producer one, which yeah, it's, yeah. it's a whole different thing. But if we're talking about being a DJ, it's like, vinyl DJs always say, only DJs DJ yeah, on vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but you've limited to what you can play now. You can't play anything after fucking 2005. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, where'd you get your records from? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, might get yeah. limited presses of stuff where yeah. it's been like crowdfunded or something like that, or yeah. someone's been brave enough to press the music up in this climate which is stupid yeah yeah but um that's that's the way i see it. I, I embrace the the like for now i can go and produce a record now mm. i'll throw a, a, a test master on it yeah, yeah. The, uh, to a certain degree that's playable in a club i can go down to say 135 play yeah. it out yeah see if it gets a reaction yeah. or or like for instance the last it's that restaurant i finished on a tune i thought i'll see how this goes down got a good reaction but there was a few production elements that yeah, you, yeah. that you could hear in the club and i came back thinking where i don't master my own stuff by the way um yeah uh john dorsey lsm there's a plug for you um but it, it's i can master to a level in which it's playable in a club yeah, um, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah, yeah. and then I, so i come back make the changes and then i'll, I'll send it off Years ago, you'd have to get like an acetate or oh, you'd have yeah. to get a te- like some sort of test press, and it's like, how long does that take for it to return? Uh, and yeah. with tracks, it's like the financial risk of pressing up 500 records, knowing that you might not sell them. I mean, yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, it's a bit too open now, isn't it? Like, yeah, I've done it before, I've, I've got reason living on my computer. I've, you know what I mean? I've, I've made trance tracks, I've made house music, yeah. but like. I'll get fucking bored with it so easily, do you know what I mean? Mm. It's just too long of a time to sit there for weeks and months on one song, do you know what I mean? Like, I love it. It does my nutting. It's so therapeutic. I'm like, no, I can't cope with this anymore. So, like, I've made stuff for a joke, do you mm. know what I mean? I tried it down the club and I found that, like, stuff that's, like, a joke is more popular than... Like a decent trance song that you've made for like, you've been making for three months. Do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. sad, really. But I, I think the audience, I don't know, they just don't have any like attention span at all. I've just seen there's a, a Makina track, Makina track that's just been done. It was Barbie Girl, obviously, off the back of the Barbie movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah it'll be and- bigger. And it's getting so many shares, but the haters yeah. are sharing it saying, what the fuck is this? But then and it's get getting millions of views, yeah, it's getting bigger. bigger. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh my God, you're, yeah. feeding the, you're feeding the animal. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happens, isn't it? It's like yeah. something that's like dog shit mm. will become massive yeah. just because it's basic. But do you know what I think? I think, do you ever, are you a fan of like, my best analogy would be detailed movies where 
Do you know, like, mm, I've seen Parasite. I think so. I the one that's it's Korean and. Oh, I, I like watching a lot of Korean films, yeah. actually. This is, like, one of my favorite. My favorite horror film is Train to Busan, right? right. Which is, like, it's a zombie film. South right. Korean, it's fucking mint. Watch Train to Busan. We've got questions right. on that later. So it is fucking class. It's better than The Walking Dead. <laughs> you know what but I mean? but the, the reason I said it on Parasite, right? So what it yeah. is, it starts off, there's a big initial, this is what I would call the idea. You've got, yeah. I've got the idea and it's there. This is the way I read it. And then it's like a slow burner all the way through and you're there. And this is where I think you might get yeah. lost in it, where you're bored yeah. or whatever. For me, that I find that, that part therapeutic. I find it where it's like, Ah, the, when this when the payoff comes at the end, yeah, it's this. I'm like, oh, if I just just add this bit in here, I think this will this will get a good reaction off this side of the crowd or this yeah. this sort of clientele. And with me, I like the science and that behind it. And then at, when you're coming towards the end of the record and you're mixing it, and it's like, right, they've got this sound and sweet. Can't yeah. wait to test it. You might have a gig the, that weekend. You might have it the next month or whatever it is when your next gig is. And you get to play that out and get the get the get the payoff at the end. It's yeah. like it's like a good twist in a movie. It's like yeah, it's, it's the night. It's that feeling. feeling. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I I like it. But some people, maybe like yourself, yeah. maybe like a Marvel movie where it's like action, 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 action. And I think being in the, in the career you've been in with the DJ and stuff, even the chef to an extent, mm. it's all action, action, action. And yet, my favorite music is probably. My two genres that I like best, I like rock music or yeah. 80s rock. In your face, action, like, action, I action, like I But then, dance music-wise, I like, you know, like, proper trance music. Yeah. Like, melodic trance yeah. that a lot of people can't listen to because it's too long. To slow burner. Do you know what I mean? It's like intellectual music. You've got to be... I think to listen to trance and appreciate it, you've got to have some kind of intelligence. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I you've you've that. got to understand music a little bit. Yeah. Like a lot of it's like, like German baroque kind of chords and that. Well, and like, I, I don't know whether you, you think, but they say that there's a lot of slogans you see when you see lads with t-shirts and that on, lasses with t-shirts and mm. that on, saying house music is a feeling. Yeah. And yeah. it's a groove, and you and it's repetitive, and it's yeah, yeah. That, that that's cool. If that's your thing, yeah. but if you do trance music, yeah. it's like you feel the emotion and and you and the payoff thing again. If you yeah. if you wait for that to build up and the, and hear that chord progression or that key change or anything yeah. at all, and when it kicks in, it's like that's what I've waited for. Like yeah, it's good. I mean, you can get different types of people do like different things. That's what it is, isn't it? Yeah, I think it reflects a lot on the the demographic that you've got. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like small working class towns tend to be dong and you know bounce and easy that. feeding. Whereas yeah. if you've got a Germany and that, it's all all trance music, isn't it? Techno's Germany? massive. Techno. There. Uh, got a cool story about in Germany actually. Me and my missus went to a, a German techno rave. Yeah. And I've been to some raves like. And they've been good. They've been great. This, I wouldn't say it's the best one I've ever been to, yeah. but for experience-wise, it's the the most different. It was so <laughs> the most different. It was so yeah. on its own and st- yeah. like standalone. Like nothing I've ever experienced. You go there, right? Yeah. We went to go in, queuing up, going in. We went in, and there was the DJ on. He was playing techno. It was quite tough techno music. It was yeah. really good. Guys, what's big at the minute? That sort of thing. Maybe this was about two thousand and seventeen. Um, and we were there and 
like there was different parts of of the crowd. So you had people who were the the ravers, yeah. and the 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 lasers, the lasers, and the, the tech in that was amazing. Yeah. Um, and the the they were right by the sound system where it was it was going off, and then you had like this group around the DJ box, but it was like they were set back, yeah. and they were like producers, and they were seeing like what was working and what, what and you could see them analysing it and they were sober there was no one yeah, it was yeah. a very it's because if you go to a rave here a lot of people off the reds or even the organisers yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah. here it was it was weird to see like the how, and, and at the back yeah, yeah. there was people that you could that you could see that there were maybe DJs or maybe even some more producers but sat at the back and just analysing what was going off in the, in yeah. the and like I remember someone was mixing a tune. I couldn't tell you even who the DJs were. I could find a flyer maybe. Mm. But the DJ was mixing a tune and the the shaker came in on the, on the next tune. Like it's the first thing that came prominent in the mix. Yeah. And it was and it was coming in. And then you seen one lad go to another, give him the nudge and he's like, this here, this tune and he and and the 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 sort of their analyzing it when it kicked in they were like yes get in there like like it's like <laughs> but they were all sober and i thought yeah. this is surreal oh, um how often do you hear that like in like see that in our scene it's no everyone likes to get wrecked don't they? <laughs> no, but, but but how different yeah. is that to our culture even well it is i mean i went to quite a few like i wouldn't even class them as raves in new york but like the, the scene over there when i was there because i was there in like the year 2000 Right. It was rough as tits. Do you know what I mean? Back then, like you, New York was kind of at the back end of it being super dodgy to go there. Is you know it? I mean? um, was it like obviously because the house music and that was it a big gay scene for the for for like I think house music and stuff. Not that I went to many gay nights, like but you know no, what but I mean. No, but, but, um, for house music, I think there was a yeah, yeah, the, yeah. There uh, was like yeah, there, I think there was quite a lot of that. I mean, I. I, when I went there, I was only like 24, I think, mm. and I, I obviously lived there, and um, I was naive as fucker, do you know what I mean? Like, you just don't know what the fuck's going on, but you try and go everywhere, yeah. so I was going to like nightclubs in Harlem and that, right. <laughs> fucking, you know what I mean? I shouldn't have been there really. Yeah. Um, you, yeah. Obviously I, I was, I got told to leave and stuff like this, but um I went to some fucking weird places over there. There's um, a nightclub slash cafe slash fucked up place called Pandora's Box where me and my mates went. Right. And um, it's like a little cafe upstairs. Went in, had a drink and that. And then they come round and like, do you want to come downstairs? It's the club's downstairs. I'm like, oh, yeah. we'll go to the club downstairs. No problem at all. And it's a fucking S and M dungeon downstairs. Lovely, <laughs> yeah. uh, the club. Do you know what, yeah. I mean? what type of club was that? <laughs> I got fucking, I got um, I got I got put in a in a bag. A what? <laughs> I, got put, I got put in a bag. So oh, right, they, okay. they put you on a on a table, right? I don't know if you've seen the film um, Fire in the Sky, where the guy gets abducted by aliens, right? Nah. And then he's on the ex the examining table. And um, anyhow, they do that. They put you on this table, and they put um, like a latex sheet over you, mm. right? And then they put a, a Hoover on the bottom, and they suck the air out of the fucking bag, so you get like. Where the fuck are you going to? 
Honestly, you get sucked into the bag and then they put a mouth hole in for you, like with a little plastic mouth breather thing. And I was like, and then they put a cock in your mouth. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then you're like, Meh. there's nothing you can do. No, about no. It. it was like, no, they slap you all up and down, and, that. and I was like 24 years old, and it's like girls doing it, you know what I mean? But I'm like, I'm literally, I'm in a fucking bag in oh. a, in, a, in the basement of a place. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like. And you just like, and then you phone your dad the next morning, and he's like, "You having a nice time in New York?" And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, it's all right. It's, all right. it's yeah. a bit different, like, do you yeah. know what I mean?" New experience. But um, yeah, New some experience. Some of the clubs there, like, I think some of the best nights I've ever had out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's no trouble there. I didn't find there was any trouble at all. Like, whereas in England, yeah, people get too wrecked. Do you not think though? It's one of them things where because you know it better here and you're like you know where the rough parts are the well, rough people yeah. and people who you're used to are easy to read you might go I'm, I'll avoid them people because yeah. I know the trouble yeah. whereas you go to America right and because it's such a different culture yeah. it's like I was shocked obviously I've talked about this in the podcast before but how many people do carry weapons like oh yeah there's a lot uh, that's what I mean like yeah. like and a lot of states like close concealed or open um, open firearms so, that being said, like, it can probably get a bit messy there. If it well, I've, I travelled all across America when I was there. Like, yeah. I spent six months just travelling around as well. And I know I got did I get mugged three times or twice? Yeah, I think but twice. it's a much better place. <laughs> it's a, I think I got yeah. mugged twice. Much, much nicer. Um, but I was only a young young kid. Do you know what I mean? I didn't know what the fuck was going on. It's like. One of them, and you just kind of accept it. But like, I was in bus stations uh, on yeah. Greyhounds, Greyhound buses, and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, ended up in a bar brawl in in Colorado as well. But it was apparently just the done thing. I was like, the norm, yeah, I was yeah, like, what yeah. the fuck's going on? Everyone was fighting each other, and that. And I'm like, and then the guy the next day was like, oh, it happens every day. I'm like, what? Well, I, I don't know if I'm coming back here again. Do you know what I mean? Lovely. But, um, oh yeah, I could tell you some crazy shit from nightclubs and that. Right. Hello, how are we doing? Before we start this episode, I just want to give you a little bit of a plug and promo on Fiddy's uh, little little venture we're going on yeah. there. So, go on then, what is it? So, with the Gate Street Bar and Grill yeah. uh, in Blackburn. Sell it to me, baby. <laughs> so, we're a Mexican street food based, yeah. uh, but with a little bit extra. Right, we, go on. We, uh... We pride ourselves on service, we pride ourselves on big plates yeah. and leaving a customer satisfied. Excellent. We're not we're never gonna be the place that people come for because it's cheap and it's, yeah. it's convenient. We, yeah. You're coming for a good time yeah. out. This sounds uh, like my type of gaff. We we promote communal eating, we yeah. promote the tapas style eating where you're not you're not just out for something to eat, you're all trying yeah. each other's food yeah. and it's a community experience. I'm a big share of me because then, see, see for me, what the thing is with this, say you've got this dish here, this dish here, and this dish here, what you can do is, right, you can go, I'll have a, I'll have a try of that, and if I don't like it, I won't get it next time when I'm on my own. Yeah. So there you go, have some of that. I'll have some of that. Some <laughs> yeah. people hate sharing. I fucking, why not? I've tried sure. everything. So go on then, what's your, what's, what's your best seller? What's your, what's the, the best go-to? sellers, um, they all come from the steak range. Yeah. Um, I stick to, I stick to rump. Yeah, I feel it's the best steak, the best cut, the best right. value. Right. Um, but I add, I add my touch to it. So right. I've got my own seasoning, my own spice blends. Yeah. Everything's fresh. 
first delivery is every day. Mm -hmm. We don't freeze ever. Mm -hmm. Everything's straight from from the supplier to the fridge to the grill. Yeah. Um, we just don't. I, I don't feel like I'm giving the best value for money by pulling out a bag of frozen shit. Yeah. It's got it's got to be fresh. Fresh is best. Right there we go. So I want to put the address below and the, the name, and you can uh, have a check out of that. And what are you offering people who watch the podcast? So come if you come and you give the code word refresh we'll offer you 10% off there you go have some of that 10% off with the code refresh uh, I'm doing this to help promote this because I feel like I'm going to tell you right now I haven't had it yet but it looks amazing and I'm about to go and have a plate full of food so yeah nice nice one, mate. come on <laughs> excellent right so we're back for part two of the podcast in that brand new studio very proud of it you know just to just uh, with Marco and as I said, full circle, but um, you coming on here and uh, from episode one to here, we're, we're back. And last time you were here, we never, there was no, I didn't have any structure. It was just come and have a conversation. Yeah. Let's see what what's what. Uh, now, I'm, as you can see, I'm a bit more open format and there is a, a structure to the second half of the podcast. All right. Uh, so we've got questions, we've got flop or bop, we've got... Um, throwback attack there's a, there's a, we've got some some bits and bobs yeah. um, I'm going to be putting some little sound bites and that over this so it might sound a little more professional um, a little about the studio I've got to get as many guests as I can in here um, but maybe have a little lock-in sometimes I think that'll be a good one <laughs> a lock-in a lock-in yeah, yeah I think yeah. that'll be good yeah. uh, and on that back wall there which you can't see on the camera but I'm sure I'll take a picture at some point gonna get everyone who comes to sign it and just keep it forever the wall of fame oh, so right, I think yeah, that'll yeah. be a good little uh, little thing yeah. uh, as I say flyers have been going on here over the top of this just bits and bobs that I think deserve a thing yeah. I'm a big fan of like vintage rare flyers I love their yeah. do you like the eyes and the fucking earth and space and shit oh, like yeah, that like, I, I love that old trancy ones yeah, yeah proper like old school 92 sort of uh, yeah. like, sort of dreamscapes and um, stuff, <laughs> stuff like that I love that I love that yeah. style um, bring it back promoters <laughs> um so yeah so these are just some of the questions that people's wrote in uh this one's good hey brad what's the worst thing you did as a kid uh and that's from ryan watto watson so what is the worst thing you did as a kid were you a bad kid i don't know it was kind of like like i lived down south for quite a long time when i was a kid whereabouts in uh, malvern which is like in the midlands Right. And then when I moved up here, like, obviously I was dead posh. And everyone was like, you're a posh bastard. You know <laughs> what I mean? So it took me a couple of years to get kind of settled in. Yeah. To, like, talk and, like, what West Cumbrian talks like. Yeah. You, know? you kind of had to go that way. But I don't know. I wasn't that bad. I think it was just a different time in the 80s. Like, I grew up in the 80s. Uh, yeah. And, like, we were all fucking idiots. Well, yeah, mischievous. I will say right. mischievous. And what, what? Did you ever get up to something with your mates where you're just like, "Well, yeah, well, wow, we shouldn't have done that." Fuck, yeah, we well, do? we used to go up blowing up letterboxes and that. Like, there we go. It was a fucking, you know what I mean? Like, we used to get gas canisters with fireworks on. Yeah, I and mean, it's fucking insane, really, isn't it? You know what I mean? You'd get locked up now. Oh yeah, and you'd put them inside. Class the terrorists. <laughs> well, you would. Yeah, yeah. You would like. Yeah, we used to put them in the letterbox and then the fucking letterbox would blow up. Do you know what I mean? There'd yeah. be like letters flying down the road and all of that. Yeah. And I'm like, 
you know, like you go home and you, like, you act as if nothing's happened. Eh? Yeah. I mean, hopefully this isn't like a historical crime. I mean, it yeah. is letterboxes, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, it's quite Against grim. the Queen, that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, King, well, King, King. Well, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I remember we used to do shit, crazy shit like that. Eh? And like, you know, it was just, like I said, it was different. Kind of time. There was there was one thing I was talking to Daniel the other day about this. Go on. Right. It's quite a funny story, but it's quite relevant to these times as well. Eh? Go on. So like when I lived in Malvern, right? Don't get shocked or anything like this. Yeah. <laughs> not give an age think. range and everything. Give us give us. Right. So when I was about eight, right? Eight. Okay. Right. So me and my friends, we we always used to like knock around on our bikes and that as you do. Especially in, in the in the eighties with like yeah. your BMXs and stuff like that, and um, so like one day there was a like massive mansion on the corner just down the road from us, yeah. and um, we all broke into this guy's house, like into his grounds and that. So we were like just twatting around on our bikes because he had tennis courts and a swimming pool right, okay. and we wanted to see what it was like. I've got a Tory in here today. So we were like kicking around his fucking grounds and all that, and then we suddenly we seen the guy. He was breaking his leaves, yeah. right? And um, he got us there. He he, he basically like stopped us and that. And um, he's like, "All right, young boys." <laughs> I mean, yeah. You, you know, you can imagine that. Like, and um, he's like, "Do you want to earn some money?" <laughs> we were like. What do you mean? It's like, you want to rake these leaves for like 50 pence each? And we were like, you know, 50 pence is good then. Yeah. You could get some good sweets and yeah, that. shitload eh? of cola cubes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so we, we raked his leaves for yeah. 50 pence. And that was that. And then like the weekend after, we were like, oh, should we go to that fucking geezer's house again? And we are like, earn some more money. You're already building yeah. a story in your head, aren't you, of where this is going? I, right? I've got a dark <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. Yeah, I know what you're thinking already. Yeah. Right? So, like, we went back to this geezer's house. If I can get one of my son's teddies out the house, yeah. can you point out where he touched you? <laughs> <laughs> right? So, this is it, right? So, we go back the next fucking week. It was the 80s, it was a different time. It was a different <laughs> time. And he's like, do you want to play tennis and that? Right. right. Okay. This is, is he paying you for this? No, no. Oh, right. Right. Okay, we, okay. We've done the leaves and that. We've earned the fifty p's and stuff like this, right? And he's like, "Do you want to play tennis and that while you're here, boys? You know what I mean? Just for a laugh and that." Yeah. All well, it's like four of us. You know what I mean? All about eight or nine years old, and um, we're like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll play tennis." And he's like, "Ah, yeah, your clothes aren't suitable." <laughs> right. So he had all these uniforms, like tennis outfits and all that, that we had to get changed into and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, I remember putting on the fucking tennis outfit, right, and I was like, oh, they've got good times, you know what I mean? Like, you think it's great. Right. You've got a friend who's like a millionaire and he kits you out with the tennis outfits and that. All for pennies and that, right? yeah. And then at the time when I did start to wonder, right, because he has a snooker table and all that as well. Oh, so you're going into the house now? Right, yeah, yeah. So he's like, you want to oh. come and play a snooker? And we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um... This wasn't the guy who was in New York who wrapped you up in... Uh, no, no. Texas, this is <laughs> different. Yeah, right? this is... Oh, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> right, so then we, we all went into the house to play a snooker. And, um, <clears> one of our friends, Justin... 
he still had his um, his normal clothes on, right? And he was like, "Oh no, no! You can only play snooker if you get changed into the tennis outfit." And I was like, "Come on!" I was only eight years old. Did, you, I was click, like, did you know what it was? I was going like, on. "How the fucking minute? Why do you need to wear tennis clothes to play snooker? Right. Do you know what I mean? And then obviously he was fucking watching everyone get changed and that, wasn't he? So he's getting changed from you know him I mean? or he's getting changed? Yeah, yeah, he used to watch people get changed and that. Didn't have a like, camera out, did he? <laughs> I fucking don't know, mate. Honestly. Yeah. But like looking back on it now, I must have blocked it all out of my mind when I was a kid because I remember telling my mum and she was like, if you ever go to that geezer's house again, yeah. I'm going to go around there and I'm going to kill him. And, wow. I, and I didn't know why she was like that. Yeah. I thought he was our friend. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But he was obviously a fucking paedophile, wasn't yeah. he? Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I looked like on on Google Earth and all that, and his mansion's not there anymore now. No and news then, reporter out now. Uh, and I mean, going back forward, like going forward in time to um, when I, I do a lot of climbing and stuff, or I did mm. in the past. Um, I got told off by Jimmy Savile once. Oh, lovely. That's another claim to fame. Yeah. I parked on his drive. He just attracts them. <laughs> yeah. I parked on his drive in Glencoe, because right. he had a cottage up there. And uh, me and my mate went climbing up on Glencoe, and then I come back and there's an old geezer stood next to my car. And um, I got closer and closer. I thought, I fucking recognise him. It's fucking Jimmy Savile. And he's there, he's like, Yes, I am Jimmy Savile, but you know, like, I'm sorry for parking on your drive. And he was a cunt, an absolute asshole. I was like, a genuine mistake, mate. Like, I think he, all the victims would say that. You know, well. know, probably in his <laughs> fucking garage. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't mean to go dark on the pod. But you know, hey, hey. <laughs> You know Content. I mean? It's just the, when you ask the question about, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think I can trump that like, but <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was reminiscing the other day with uh, my brother, we we'd, we drove up to Scotland and that we went with family on a little holiday getaway thing. Yeah. And I was saying like um we were talking about he was like remember in school and I was like, right. So like, remember when we did this and I was like Oh yeah, I remember that. I was not a bad kid in school as, I, I mean, if there's anyone from school who watches this, if you thought I was a bad kid, I apologise, but I thought I was just a bit mischievous and I was a bit talkative. Yeah. I've got a podcast, mate, I fucking talk people's heads off, like, that, yeah. that's what it is. I used to talk and talk, I used to get sent out all the time, talking yeah. and talking and talking. Anyways, um, I wouldn't say I was a bad kid, but yeah. I, I liked having things my way, and I always do things my way. Yeah. Um, and it was I didn't like school food, so you yeah, run yeah, away yeah, and go yeah. to the chippy type thing. Yeah. And my brother was telling me about it, and he says, um, he says, uh, oh yeah, we, we just got up to the chippy and stuff. And I remember we went out. Uh, I'm gonna have to name drop these. I don't know if I can do this legally, but I had a teacher, Mister McGigan, um, for those who know him bit of a softie and whatnot mm. anyways he used to he was the it teacher and he was he was by the back end of the school and uh he'd come and he'd lock he, he'd always forget to lock his door so we knew it was always open yeah so he'd come out and they'd be like um we'd, we'd try and get in there as soon as the bell went yeah. um knowing that the fucking what are they called the fucking head boys what are the uh, principals no like no, the prefects prefects yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah so prefects would come along um, but we try and get there before them because they've got yeah. the keys to lock all the doors. So 
me, four mates, my missus, yeah. and my brother. He, my brother was like, oh, can I come with you? Can I come? I was like, he was only in first year, I was in last year, and I was yeah. like, oh, if you must, right? So fucking, <laughs> I was like, take my mates to your mind. I yeah. mean, he can run, so it's yeah. all right, yeah, whatever. So then I would, I would run down the corridor, we're all there, and um, we'd go into the computer and push the computers out the way, <laughs> open the door, the window wide open, it was one of them like wide, like 90 degree things. Yeah. We'd all jumping out, jumping out. And all I heard was, run it, run it! And my, <laughs> my, my little brother, he jumped out, and his, his pants had caught on the, the window ledge, and he was hanging <laughs> there, right? I'm not joking, yeah. they were like this, right up. Massive window. Yeah, yeah. And he's oh, going, come and get me! The teachers are coming, come and get me! Come and get me! I was like, oh my God, uh. right? So, sorry, I had to run back into the, from the forest, yeah. I had to lift him off, right? And he's running, he we're running away, Teach, teachers have caught us at this point because there was yeah. too much commotion. And he's there trying to pull the fucking, the, the, his boxes out his ass as he's running away. Anyways, we went and got chippy and whatnot. Like, that was an everyday thing. I wouldn't say we're bad, but yeah. it was just quite a, I thought it was quite a funny story. Um, I got excluded when I was at school. Yeah. For operating a gambling ring. Like, I used to... Done that. <laughs> fucking... What was it, pigeon toss? No, it was fucking paper aeroplanes and cards and stuff like that. And I got excluded for a week. And my dad's a teacher. All right. So I was like, how the fuck do I explain this one? So what was what teacher was he, it? Well, he, he was a supply teacher in, like, London and Blackpool and all oh, those okay. places. And um, I just fucking blagged it, do you know what I mean? I went to Keswick. Right. went to Keswick for a week and smoked weed. Do you know what I mean? Just for a week solid. Yeah. On the islands and that. With, like, some of I was the bad kid, but I took off to Keswick. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? smoked weed for a week and yeah. then went back. I was like, yeah, it was fucking class. You know? I remember as well, like... I wouldn't necessarily be bad in school, but um, I, me and my mates were like, as I said, just mischievous once again. And we were, when the bell went, all the kids used to rush into the corridors and like yeah. go to the next lesson or whatnot. We were we were standing there in the in the lesson. I used to sell chocolate and fags and stuff like, like, like selling stuff. You used to uh, go, yeah. yeah, it was yeah. so my 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 stock was chocolate, uh, Lucas Aids. Um, Harry Bores and fags mainly. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> um, <laughs> fags. Yeah. No, but like it, so. So the deal was, yeah. if you come to me before, for before break time, yeah. it was you could get uh, three for a quid or fifty pence each. Right. Yeah. Good little, good little earner. To, yeah. to I, I mean, I, I grew up with no money, so like this yeah. was my, this was my entrepreneurial skills. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah. Um, so after dinner, uh, yeah. after bit after break, sorry, it would be fifty pence each. There'd be no, no, no discounts no anymore. Cause, <laughs> no, because hell? the fags are coming scarce. You see, yeah, right? yeah. If you got after dinner, right, it was a pound of fag because no one, man. no one had fags, yeah. so it was a pound of fag. You want a fag, and they've got, and it's like if you don't want it, go without, yeah. and then someone else will buy it. So they were always keen to buy them. That's worse than what I was doing. I don't think it's that bad. It is. It's worse than operating a gambling ring. Well, I remember um, I was in <clears throat> I was in maths, right? And I was there and I was selling chocolate out of the bag. So I was like, oh, yeah. selling blah, blah, blah. Uh, Mr. Monaghan was a teacher, old fella. Fucking what a lovely guy. Uh, yeah. Right, and he goes, hey! Oh, oh shit, I'm caught here. I'm f- I, had, I had about 50 quid's worth of chocolate in my bag as well. So yeah. I thought if it's getting confiscated, I'm fucked. And then he come over and he goes, 
you eating in this class? <laughs> you eating in and this class? And I was class. like, no, no. He goes, are you selling in this class? Yeah. I was like, no, no. He goes, be honest right now, and and or I will fucking think. I goes, yeah, selling, selling, selling chocolate, <laughs> right? And he went, what have you got? <laughs> and I went, I've got yeah. dairy milk, dairy milk caramels, and yeah. he goes, he goes, I'll have a dairy milk off you. And I thought that him just taking it, and then yeah. on the way out. He gave us a cheeky 50 pence for it. I was like, get in there! <laughs> get in there. Good effort. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just like, for me, school was like a big part of making me, like, guiding me who I am. Secondary school was like, yeah. it, it was it was realising that yeah, if you want something, you've got to go and get it yourself. Um, yeah, yeah. I think, see, you're, how old are you now? I'm 27. So yeah, yeah, you're, I think yours is the last generation of like. I mean, I don't want to sound grim here, but like, I don't think the young kids nowadays, like 18, 19 year old, have, they're not being brought up like in a real world. Eh? Do you know what I mean? It's all yeah. fucking ridiculous now. It's all yeah. like wrapped in cotton wool. Whereas, like, in my time, like, <laughs> your friends used to kick 10 living bells of shit out of you. Eh? You know what I mean? Like, you'd be battered all the time. Yeah. Like, you you know you you go home and there's fag smoke everywhere and all that you know what I mean the food that you ate was fucking dog shit yeah. it was like the scraps out the fucking chip pan and that yeah. do you know what I mean like I I, I was in hospital more times than enough when I was a kid do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. like being shot by air rifles like yeah. loads of times like but that's that's what we all used to do for fun we used to hitchhike everywhere. Can you, imagine doing, can you imagine doing that now? No. We used to go down to fucking like like Windermere and Kendall and all them places when I was twelve. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like what twelve year old now is hitchhiking to fucking Windermere on their own? Yeah. You'd never see them again. Do you know what I mean? They'd be yeah. gone. Like we used to bike it when I started climbing when I was like fourteen, right? Me and my mates used to get on our bikes from Whitehaven, massive rucksack on. Like, bike it to fucking Ambleside, Coniston area, go climbing, and then bike home. Like, that's insane. That's like a hundred mile bike ride. And At least you've got the stamina. Do you know what I mean? like, <laughs> can you imagine doing that? Like, I couldn't no. dream of doing that now. Yeah. And I'd be, I'd be like biking back home at 10 o'clock, it's fucking pitch black, and I've got no lights on my bike. You know I've, I've done that many times. <laughs> but, but yeah, what if, so did you do, obviously, outside of school, uh, did you do anything that was sort of mischievous? Because when, no, no, no. when you explained that then, I was thinking, so what popped into my head and it unlocked a memory, and like shout out to the people also for this, because this was fucking, uh, I couldn't, you were saying about generations today, yeah. I could never picture them doing this. So what we used to do was, we used to break into the tip, right? Yeah. And take wood, take everything, right? And we'd have yeah. a camp, uh, you know, old pig shed. Oh, right, yeah. Right, and we made this proper camp. It had a chimney and everything. We had fires and everything like that. Do you know what I mean? It was, yeah. we had chairs, seats, everything. And this one Friday, we're like, right, drinking sesh, we're doing it, right? Yeah. So there was four of us at the time, it was five of us including me. And it was like, right, I'd got my selling money together from that week. So it was like, yeah. right, we're going to do this. We got, went and got like kebabs and shit. And then we got loads of, uh, beer and fucking we were stood outside the shop waiting for someone to go in for us yeah. and stuff like that and then we went and got our fucking ten a deal of weed between five of us do you know what I mean so <laughs> hey, listen, it, yeah. it's different time different time yeah. uh, and anyways fucking what happened was 
we got down there. I said, listen, I'm staying at Lewis's house. Lewis yeah. said, I'm staying at Brad's house. Then yeah. Kurt's going, I'm staying at Tony's house, whatever. So whatever. So we're all there. And uh, we're, we're, we're on this, get, having a drink, getting wrecked and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and then we were cooking like sausages and that on the fire. Like it was yeah. like that, that sort of thing. Good uh, times. It was, it was really good yeah. until somebody dancing around knocked the fire over and burnt the full thing down at <laughs> half past three in the morning right yeah. everyone else fucked off so me and my mate right and this is god's honest truth i swear yeah. down uh i might even have to get him on the pod one day because he's, he's a fucking he's a character yeah. um but he was there and he went he went what are we gonna do now can't just turn up at our houses do you know what i mean like you can't just go home and go oh yeah Lewis's mum kicked me out. Do you know? Like it doesn't work like that. Yeah. It's it, it's uh, it, it just simply doesn't. So we were wandering the streets of Frisington, um, <laughs> and yeah, uh, we ended up sleeping right in a cardboard biffer bin. Oh, we, we climbed in the bin and we just lay there until the morning. Yeah. And uh, right, and we kept checking out. We kept checking checking out the time. What time is it? Ah, it's only half seven. It's too early to be going home. Thinking yeah. they'll know something's wrong. And I was like, it's fucking freezing, middle of winter, absolutely freezing. <laughs> so we just fucking sat on the swing park, like hanging, feeling grim. People do rotten. that, don't they, like, when you're younger. But they? kids don't do that anymore. Yeah, you don't see them anywhere. They're not even outside. Like, I think the scariest one I had when I was like, must have been 14 or 15, um, we used to go to the old hospital in Whitehaven. Yeah. Right, you know, it's like know a posh you. flats now. Yeah. Well, by beside I, Morrison's, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, when I was a kid, it was a fucking, it was like a haunted hospital. I've and, heard um, stories. <laughs> it, I mean, it lived up to its reputation, put it that way. And I'll tell you one thing, I would not want to fucking live there right now. Like, there's no, I'm, I don't believe in ghosts. Yeah. But, as I say, when we were kids, we used to go there. Yeah. And it was always like, you, had, you weren't, your friends were outside. And you had to go to the top window, like you had to go in and yeah. go up all the stairs and wave out the top window, right? That was like the challenge, so we did that. But then we we discovered that the fucking mortuary bit was still there, right? Wow. With the drawer that you pull out and yeah. the slab and all that. And then um, we come up with this challenge that we did where you got in the slab and you got to stay in there for half an hour. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't care 14, what the challenge is. I've 14 that. years fuck old and you that. get shot in the drawer. You couldn't get you out. You can't get out, it's locked. Yeah. You can't get out. You're, like, you're in there for hours. It's on a release catch, isn't it? It's not like a lock. Yeah, it's yeah. Once it clicks in, you, you yeah, can't yeah, pull yeah. on it unless you pull the handle it out. It was fucking grim. It was like, and I'm like, it's a Friday night. I'm 14 years old and I'm on a fucking mortuary slab. <laughs> How random can you fucking get? Class. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, you know, you'd be in tears in there on your own, crying your eyes out because it was so fucking scary. Yeah. And then you're walking home or you bike it home or whatever, thinking, I am not going to knock about with these people ever again in my life. Right. You fucking assholes. You know what I mean? But that's, you know, a bit off topic like. <laughs> <laughs> Class. Class, yeah. yeah. And yeah. this is a music podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, but it's, as I say, it's just questions. Uh, if you've got questions, by the way, Get on to me at It's Time to Refresh on Instagram. That's where most of the questions come in. Um, I want to ask you, uh, what is your favourite movie of all time? Mm. It's a, this, oh, and it's from Sean Baker. Listen, Sean, this is a very fucking hard question. Um, it is, isn't it? I watch so much, 
So what I've done was I've cheated a little bit, right? And I've I've made notes of stuff that I've watched recently, um, or that's either that or so I'm obviously going to miss a couple of things out, um, or that are like my all time sort of things. You can you can chime in whenever you want. I'm just going to read read this out. Yeah. Uh, my favorite movie of all time is a is a is one that is called it's called Coherence. It was made on a seven hundred fifty thousand pound budget. It's set in a house, mm-hmm. and that it's amateur amateurly done, but it got bought by a production company and stuff like that. So it, it it's really good. Go and check it out. It is a ten out of ten. Fucking yeah. if you like psychological thrillers it's a it's really good yeah um i said before parasite uh lock stock and two smoking barrels pulp fiction platform shutter island uh batman 1989 i was gonna say shutter island that's a good film shutter island's really good uh kevin and perry for the obvious reasons uh step brothers and my childhood favorite was matilda um, <laughs> such a good film. Uh, uh, Shutter Island, fucking. It is, I like them kind of films. So yeah, you like have to think about psychological it thrillers. Like isn't it? I like Usual Suspects as well. Class. The first time fucking you see it, it's class. obviously good, but then you know it's one of them where you can't kind of watch it again. Yeah. Because you know it's him. I um, I watched. I've watched it three times. I think, and yeah. I just love it. But as you say, it's not nothing. I wish I could forget seeing it. Yeah, just yeah, so I could yeah. sit and watch it again. Yeah. Uh, what's that other one that Edward Norton done? Was it Primal Fear? Have you seen I that? I think so. Yeah. It's the one where he's, he's he's a loony and he. Yeah, I love it. I love it when people are lunatic. Yeah, and, the, and the, it's the same thing at the end. Yeah. It wasn't who he said he was. Now, yeah. sorry, I've just ruined it for everyone who's <laughs> not seen it. But it's yeah, they're, they're my favorite kind of film. So go on then. What, if I'd put you on the spot right now, what's your favorite movie? Oh, Shawshank Redemption, something like that. Do you think so? I like it. It's a good film. Um, I like that. What is it, Andy Dufresne? Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's the intellectual choice. Yeah. Obviously, I like fucking Rambo and Rocky and all them films. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because I grew up in the 80s. It was bombarded. Favourite 80s movie we go for that? What's that? Probably Predator. Yeah, Predator. I loved that film. I like it. When it come out. Do you, and you're going to know why I like it when I see yeah. it, but Double Impact. I might have said this on the podcast yeah. before. Double Impact yeah. is so fucking good. Jean-Claude yeah. Van Damme, peak Jean-Claude Van Damme. Not just one Jean-Claude Van Damme, two, because he plays both characters and it's amazing. Yeah. Set in Hong Kong, because I love Hong Kong. Yeah. And it's a proper re- representation of what Hong Kong is. I love I love that. I love Hong Kong, it's good. Right? <laughs> yeah. We will do a whole different podcast on that, though. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to just get onto this. This is Throwback Attack with yeah. Marco. So what I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you several questions. All I want you to do is just um, reply to me without thinking, just straight off the bat. First thing that comes to your head. Is that mm-hmm. all right? Yeah, yeah. So this is Throwback Attack with DJ Marco. What do you th- what song do you think of when you think back to primary school? Mm, primary school. <laughs> Fucking twinkle, twinkle, little star. Probably. Good answer. I've never had that one before, but yeah. I'll take that. What song do you think of when you think back to secondary school? Um, oh, that would have been like in the eight. I'm old as balls, remember? So probably know. like. Oh no! When I'm secondary school, this is a weird one for you. Go on. uh, Madonna, uh, True Blue, because it was the song that I was listening to when I kissed my first proper bird. <laughs> Class. I mean? Class. Your first uh, kiss. How old are you? Go on. Probably about seven or something. Right, but then, you know, like, proper, like, when I was about ten, eleven. Proper tonguing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah. so, well, and that was the tune that sort of on in the background. Yeah, that girl, it, yeah. she was singing it all the time. 
Well, there you go. Yeah, what an answer. The, uh, this is why I asked these questions. Some people random just as go, fucker. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. And you wouldn't have thought you were going to be talking about today when you come on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think back to when you got about your first set of decks? What, 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 what? Um, I mean, that was probably around about two, no, 1999, 2000. So I was like, I just remember like Judge Jules and all them what being massive then. All the trance scene was huge. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, so what, like, what record defines that for you? Um, I liked The Dawn. Was it? Tour de Vie. Yeah, I liked Costume. that. Yeah, Costume. that was kind of... In when I was starting out with that kind of stuff, eh? that that was for me. If I'd have been around then, that'd have been sort of my jam because yeah. it's got a tough kick drum yeah. in comparison to some of the trance stuff. Yeah. But it's you for that that them strings on the breakdown are phenomenal. Yeah, like, even now it hasn't it hasn't aged badly really in comparison to some other some other stuff. I know like, a lot of stuff's been overdone, hasn't it? Yeah, like a you off the strings and stuff like that. Yeah, don't say that. I'm going to remix that eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what song do you think of when you think to your first days of going out? Going out? Yeah. Um, oh, probably like some of the old rave stuff. Um, Two Unlimited and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that was all... Like, I went, when I was 16 in like 1992. Yeah. That was it. It was all rave. It was yeah. like all that and Italian house and all of that. Yeah, like Stuart, cheesy Euro. Stuart Wright and all them lot playing it down in the park. Yeah. It was massive, eh? Yeah. We're going to get Stu back on here at some point as well. Yeah, it, it was it was awesome DJ in mm. them times. Like, yeah. I mean, he's, he's good now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember going out and listening to all that. And at that time, I didn't think I'd ever be a DJ. Yeah. I wasn't interested in it at all. Yeah. Just interested in getting stuff. I was playing I guitar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I was doing. Right, all right, then this might be might, this might throw you off. What what song do you think of when you think back to your golden era, your golden era? Um, see, I've had this conversation with people before. I think for me, two thousand five six was when I was doing fusion on Saturday nights. I was doing yeah. Carlisle Fridays, fusion on Thursdays. I finished DJing for Wayne Lineker and the. Yeah. Like a residency and all that kind of stuff. It was like kind of the height, but like I think since 2007 it's all gone downhill. Right. Like so, not, so that's your golden era, sir? Yeah, like 2005 to 6. So go like, on, name a tune that sort of sticks out in your head. What, what was in your record um, box one? Uh, do you know what I found? All my fusion tunes over there. Like an old. CD wallet. Right, okay. I was like, fuck me, the memories that come flowing. So, surely these tunes will be fresh <laughs> in your mind. Fresh in your mind I mean, on the spot. Um, Go for it. Till Tears Do Us Part and stuff like that. Right, um, okay, Heaven's Cry. I used uh, to play that quite a lot. The Flash Harry mix? Yeah, it was the Flash Harry mix. Okay, I used always, to play every time with that, especially around that era. Um, yeah, that, that yeah, them two years in particular, it was like quite big. You Probably, know what I mean? yeah. yeah. Right, and for the last last question for Throwback Attack, what's your karaoke song? Oh, fucking hell. Um, born to be wild. Right. One of my okay. ex-girlfriends is actually... It's fucking weird. She wouldn't watch this anyhow. Like, but right. you know what I mean? It's yeah. like... Um, I used to play in a duo act and Born to be wild was one of our songs. Yeah. And she was like, I'm going to get a tattoo of your name on, on my body. And I was like, don't fucking do that. That's just crazy. I said, we might not, might not be together for long. Yeah. We were together for two months. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
And she went, all oh, right, well, I'll get something different then. And she got born to be wild, tattooed on her ass. All if right. your current husband's watching this and your bird has gone, <laughs> yeah. born to be wild on her ass. Yeah. Don't watch, just switch it off now. But, um, yeah, she got that tattooed on her ass. And yeah. I was like, you fucking lunatic, eh? And then she sounds brought, like a great lady. Marriage put, material. She's a teacher. Oh, well. <laughs> hey, I don't want no fucking yeah, legal right. action against me. Like, I apologise, lady. And then we, we, we <laughs> broke up. We broke up like yeah. like literally two months. I mean, she was nice on the flash. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Don't get me wrong, but it was just like wrong time. Do you know yeah, what I mean? She was born to be wild. Yeah, she was born to be wild. Uh. It's always the teachers, isn't it? It's always it's always the, it's one always the quiet ones. Yeah, it's always that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and on the next one, we're gonna do flop a bop. So have you yeah. seen this section? Yeah, yeah. So this is Flopper Bop with DJ Marco. Let's do this. Uh, this is a bit of a random one for you, you know. Mm. Um, so, George Lewis hit the floor. Whitehaven Anthem. Well, I like that. Uh, I like that song. So I used bop. to play it in Fusion, eh? Yeah, so Bop, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bop on that one. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Rescue Someday. I love that as well. So it's bop, I'm going to yeah? say Bop to all these, aren't I? Um... Yeah. I don't know, we'll see, but yeah. because there is a, a variation, yeah. there is a variation, so bop, it is a banger. Yeah. Uh, Lange Follow Me. I love it, one of my favourites of all time. Melody's amazing, I love yeah, the chord yeah. progression. It's quite a simple chord progression when you look yeah. at it, like, Class. Um, but it's the way it's the way it's Yeah, played. I love Lange, he's, he's a good lad. Yeah, great, yeah. great. Ian Van Dahl, Reason. I'm going to say flop on that one. Yeah, it's a bop from me, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I've just heard the wrong mixes and that of it. I love it, I just love the off I never used to play it in the future. No. It's a proper peak time anthem, that sort of time as well. I know, I know. And the last one for today, it's a bit different to the rest, which is Hannah Lang feature in Row Row Good Love. Fucking dog shit. Do you like it? I don't like a lot of modern music. Okay, that's fair enough, that's fair enough. Um, So, for me, I'm going to say it's a bop. Because mm. it's the closest thing, and it's got a very Scouse House feel to it. It's yeah, got that, like, I don't know. It, it sounds, obviously, it's took the sample from um, Scoop, Drop It, yeah, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's got, like, the, the kick and the percussions have got that, it's, like, 2002 all over again. Like, for, for me, anyways. And the, it's, the steel and the fucking, the, the bass yeah. lines and that yeah, from back, in the, back in the day. I love it, I love it. I can't stand the new music. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too old-fashioned, eh? You know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, I listen to stuff and I'm like, you rob them, so you've just... Everything's stole, though. Well, if you listen yeah, to that, yeah. like, I know for a fact some of Lange's stuff yeah. is took from classical chord progressions. And it, it... Well, a lot of it back then, but that was, you know, like, trance. Yeah, it was took from, like, old classical stuff and all of that. But they were the first ones to do that. Now you're, like, two generations forward. They're yeah. nicking it off them people who've nicked it off someone else who've nicked it off someone else. I don't see the issue. I really don't. <laughs> Buy my bootlegs that come out this weekend. <laughs> oh, that's not issue, so that. No, uh, yeah. I, I, I like it, but personally. Yeah. I feel, new music is very... Like, some of the stuff my, my missus listens to, she's very heavily into, like, R&B and... Yeah, yeah. And I can't get away with it. I love stuff like what, what I would call, like, early 2000s, like, sort of... Good R and B, I like. I like Kanye yeah, yeah, West yeah. Gold Digger. Like, yeah, it's got a good beat. And all yeah, right. like, do you know what I mean? But yeah. this new stuff, I'm like, is it called Drill or something like that? I don't know. There's but like all listen, kinds of new genres. Whoever this there? this guy is, and I hope this this clip doesn't get, doesn't get clipped yeah. and shared to him because that fucking H H is he called? 
There's another guy as well, and I'm just like, oh my god, this is dreadful. It's like, yeah. it's 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 a, a guy. I think he's from Manchester or somewhere, and he's just got this like really shit wannabe gangster accent, and I yeah. don't like it. But then again, it's really popular with the young ones. So is it me just being old? I don't know. That's just I obviously people you're, might you're still... bordering on the old kind of people. No, mm, I suppose you'll be thirty yeah. soon. <laughs> Yeah, the realisation I'm getting old is not good. I'll be 50 in a couple of years. That's what you're going to start... do? Big, big party? Well, what you should do is, right, I'm, I'm, I'll put it out there and I'll let, I'll let it stew over yeah. the next few years, right? What you should do is uh, put an event on and people who've been prominent, even the booking agents, get them booked in yeah. and do, say like, a Marco set from when he was 20 years old where it's like somebody who was prolific in your life, whether it be a DJ or what, mm-hmm. come and play a set. Someone from when you were 25, someone from the Fusion days, someone from, do you know what I mean? And you could really uh, make a good night of it. I personally think... I'll get all the strippers down from Rouge. You didn't even touch on that. <laughs> yeah. Hangs yeah. around with strippers. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, did hang around with strippers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as yeah. I say, like, it's just an idea. You, then it's doable. Do it, yeah. This is the thing about having a club, right? You can do so much shit. I want to talk to you about something off the podcast. Yeah. But um, you can just do so much shit about um, it could be anything. It's it's essentially a big thing. I know. Room. It's like yeah, it's an open book, isn't it? Really, you can. I could. I've had bands in there before. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Davos and that as well. Didn't you play the? I love Davos. Yeah, he's good crack. Isn't that really nice lad as well? Eh? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I love I love all that kind of stuff. I mean, I'd have a fucking steel band in there. Do you know what I mean? I like stuff that's different there. Yeah. I used to go to St. Paul's Festival in Bristol all the time when I was younger. And we all used to just get fucking off our tits. Do you know what I mean? It was good times. Yeah, good times. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Um, I'm just going to tie today up, mate. I don't want to keep you too long. I'm aware of the time. Um... I'm going to sign off. Uh, look, you've not had the chance to do this because you were the first guest on and we didn't do it at this yeah, point. Yeah. And I know you're going to take great pleasure in doing this. Uh, you're about to get the electric chair because... Oh, what excuse could we use? Because you got found in that, that, that mortuary, right, underneath, un- in there, and you're and like, what the fuck are you doing here? Trespassing, right, that's the electric yeah. chair. Bang, get on, get on the electric chair. What? You get to have a final meal. Starter, main, dessert, and a beverage. What you having... Um, a starter, yeah. Yeah, starter, main dessert. I'm gonna go with beverage to wash it down. Mm, I think I'll go with a minestrone soup for a starter. No one said that yet, and I'm I'm, right. I'm I'm about that, yeah. Yeah, with a French loaf. Um, my main comfort food. I'm gonna go with Sunday roast. Okay. Like a proper one. Though. What do you have in yours? I do it properly, yeah. Like nowadays. Like, you know, uh, like goose fat roast potatoes yeah. and like proper, like pan gravy and all of that. Lovely. Not bisto or like that. <laughs> I'm on, I'm on um, a diet at the minute. You won't be able to tell on the camera because apparently the camera has fifteen pounds. But you know, I am about on a bit of a diet. How many cameras are on you? <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, um, I'm on a bit of a diet at the minute. Yeah. So I'm on I'm on like chicken and rice and uh, just like somewhat basic. I'm going to the gym every yeah. day and stuff like that. And. This Saturday, I'm having a roast. That's, mm-hmm. I asked you once in your roast because yeah. I've thought about it all week. I, I went it's to work. Me, I love roasts. They're great. I went to work this morning. I left the house at 20 past five, right? Yeah. Got in, got in the van, drove away. 25 past five, 
my mouth was watering thinking about this fucking Sunday roast oh, yeah. on Saturday. Yeah, the best like. Roll on Saturday at 2pm, I'm telling you now. <laughs> it's like when I lived in Portugal, I found a place that done a Sunday roast. Yeah, that... I can't imagine the big, the big Oh room. No, it was the best. Oh no, but I mean, like, I can't imagine there's many. There's no, there's many. not. There's, there's none when I lived there. There was mm. like, there was one English chip shop when I lived there. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit uncultured, isn't it, to go and live for yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, oh, I'm going to get a Sunday dinner. But you've been brought up with it your whole life. You know what I mean? Best so thing that come out of Portugal food-wise, Portuguese tart, the fucking, oh, so nice. Yeah, I loved all of that. Um, well. So go on then, what are you having for your dessert? Um, either a lemon meringue pie. Okay. Or um, a creme caramel dessert, something like that. Not a bad show. I'm more of a of a sweet chocolatey or caramelly type guy with yeah. desserts, but fruit still goes down well with me because it's fucking yeah. food at the end of the day. I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> I'll wash it down with a, a Jack Daniels. <laughs> what, just on the rocks? Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. So you yeah. have the full bottle, I assume, because there's a... I used to drink that quite a lot when I lived in America and that. Yeah. yeah. I don't like all these, like, whiskies. It's got all these, oh, this is so-and-so with this, and this. I like yeah. just, just like a single malt. That's it. Uh, I'm not even a massive whiskey fan. I got profit as a kid, so... Uh, yeah, because you drank so much of it. Yes. Yeah. yeah everyone's got that one drink. Yeah. Have you got a drink where you, where you have a bad Yeah, fucking 2020. 2020. Like, that was my era. It's hard. Everyone was on either bottles of blooming white lightning. Yeah, or Mad Dog. Or Mad Dog. Yeah. It was grim. I still drink Mad Dog now. Grim times. What a grim guy. <laughs> right, I just want to say thanks for coming on mate it's been yeah. an absolute pleasure cool. uh, go and check out uh, the club uh, if you're local I, we've got a good listener base within Whitehaven Workington and West Cumbria as a, in general um, go and check him out like like it's a quality club I wouldn't put my events on there if I didn't think it was good do you know what I mean that's awesome eh? yeah nice. and um, Andy and Whitby next week no this week it won't be coming out till uh, won't be coming out till oh, Monday yeah. mate so <laughs> oh, well. unfortunate Thanks for coming to Andy Whitby. <laughs> if you're on Patreon, right, and it's Friday morning. Yeah. Right, what day is it? Saturday, Friday? Friday. It's on Friday. Yeah, yeah. It's, on fr- it's on tonight. Go and yeah. check it out. I mean, yeah. I know it's last minute and you're probably, if you, yeah. a lot of the, we haven't got many Patreons from Whitehaven, so if you're going to come to West Cumbria for Andy yeah. Whitby, go on, see him. Um, Charlie Edges, 8th of uh, September. 8th of September, Charlie Edges. Yeah. I'm sure that'll be fantastic as well. Should be good, eh? Uh, I'm not going to give you the date that it's time to refresh yet. But I'm sure I'm gonna hammer the fucking when it when I when I release it, you're gonna know about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, as I say, thanks for coming on, mate. Yeah. If you've enjoyed this, then please share it with your mates. I'm trying to grow this. I'm taking this very seriously in what I'm doing. I've spent the last three months of my life trying to build this fucking little mini podcast studio, and it's been. I felt like crying at times because shit just went wrong. Um, and I'm constantly just fucking trying to upgrade everything. We've got, this, as I say, the second camera in now. We've got the lights. We've got the studio. Uh, we've got like the little backdrop that just it makes it feel homely. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. So I am trying as hard as I can to make this into something special because I, I believe that I'm filling a void in some an, an hour of people's life per week where. People look forward to listening to this. I, I've got people, I put it on Patreon first thing in the morning on a on a, on a, um, a Friday or, or yeah. if it goes general release on a Monday. I'm getting people jumping in the inbox straight away going, I like this episode because of this, this and this. And yeah. you get, I'm, and that's what it's about. Like, I'm, I do it because people like it and I enjoy talking to my mates, as I say. Yeah. I, 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 meet, I enjoy meeting new people. When I started off, I didn't think I'd meet people, that some of the people that I have. And, 
that's what it's all about. So if you've enjoyed it, share it with your pals, um, and you can sign up to Patreon at patreon.com forward slash it's time to refresh. Thanks for listening. <laughs>